This is Scott Stevenson, better known to many people as the Silver Dollar Man. And I'm here today with a power couple, Mary Seiler from EXP and Steve and her husband from Castle and Cook. Now, Mary and I have known each other for quite a while. So, Mary, I want to just start with you and then I'll go with your husband here. So, tell me how you got into the real estate business to begin with. What drew you to that industry? Oh, boy. Okay. So, back when I was like 15, 16 years old, my cousin, she was married to a loan officer. Oh, and you followed I, suit. Yeah. <laughs> she was married to a loan officer and his like nieces and brothers and sisters and stuff like that were all real estate agents i saw the life that they lived before 2008 and it was great i was like holy crap what do you guys do like i want to be involved in this but then he said he was a loan officer and i was like oh i hate numbers i don't want to be a loan officer <laughs> but then i saw his like little niece she was awesome she was doing really well at real estate and i was like i think i want to be a realtor so i went that route but then as I was graduating high school, I went the path of going to college to be a teacher. And I still did that. I was super close to getting my degree in teaching. And then you went to I had school locally here? Yeah, at Weber State. Weber State. So yep. Yeah. And I we had a baby. And I was like, I don't want to teach kids anymore. I want to be home with my kid. I want to be able to be with him and teach him morals and teach him about life and everything like that. I don't want to put him in daycare while I go work with other kids. So I was trying to figure out what to do. At the time, I worked for a company called Progression. I worked from home. And Stephen had just gotten cut from the UFC. And our income changed drastically. And it was like, okay, I need to get a career outside of this $12 an hour work from home job. And what's UFC? Just so everybody knows. The Ultimate Fighting Championships. Yeah. You got a fighter on your hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. Which is great because I can get feisty sometimes. So I need my backup. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I but yeah, so when he got cut from the UFC, I had a really good friend named Michelle who had just signed on at Coldwell Banker. She was killing it. She's young like I was at the time. I was early 20s. And I was like okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for it. And I went to school online, did a lot of my schooling while I was getting paid the $12 an hour working from home. Yeah. And I took the test and I passed it and I signed on at Coldwell Banker with Michelle. And that's where it all began. Well, and so, so Stephen, I'm going to ask you the same question. So how did you get interested in, how does a fighter get interested in mortgage loans? Well, so... When I was, I've been fighting since I was 18 years old. So fighting from 18 to, well, I was 32, I think, when I was almost about done. I still somewhat do it, but you don't really have the best job resume. <laughs> you don't, and you don't really have the credentials to go work anywhere else. And so eventually I got a job at TSA doing the airport security. Oh, yeah. So I went from a job where I was just fighting and then went to airport security working for the government, but a lot more strict. They had all these rules. You had bad shit. They didn't allow you to do uh, takedowns? I did not like get to punch one passenger. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> on top of that, though, the schedule was awful. I, we yeah. had to work every holidays, all the weekends. I was missing my kids' football games, dances, everything. So I just felt I went from having all this freedom to a strict job. And I did not like it at all. So I wanted something a little bit more flexible. Mary's been doing real estate for, at that time, I think it was like seven years, doing really well. And she talked me into doing the mortgage broker 
to be low. And so I went up, passed the test, and been loving mortgage life since. And so how long have you been doing that? I've been licensed since March. So it's something new that you're involved in. And if, has it been as exciting as you thought it would be? It's definitely been different, and I've been <laughs> yeah. enjoying it very much. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, it definitely hit a hard time right now. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's hard, well, but it's still a good buying time. Good People buying aren't time. really competing for offers right now. They're just able to get into whatever house they put an offer in, which that part's been nice. So give me a piece of advice that you would give to anybody who's looking to buy. Why did you say it's a good a good time to buy? Like I said, the best time to buy is because you're not competing. There was a time where real estate agents were writing 30, like 30 offers for one client because everybody was getting outbid. They're going 30, 50,000 over asking price. They're going... For, they weren't able giving to giving up their firstborn. Exactly. <laughs> they weren't able to get into the house they actually wanted to. Yeah. Because everyone's already competing for it. Now, not really, not a lot of buyers are out there. So now you could just find the house you actually want. Yeah, you'll pay higher on the interest rate at first, but rates are going to drop down here within the year or two. You're going to be able to refi and get into the house of your dreams for a lower price. Well, and so, Mary, this is an important point. I think that a lot of people are scared to get out into the market, but what's why is now a good time to buy? Well, we have, I think last I looked, over 10,000 homes available. Back last year, we had not even that. I think the most we ever got to last year at a time was over 3,000. So the fact that we have 10,000 homes for a buyer to choose from, that's great. I was I remember taking buyers out last year and they were just buying to buy. Like they liked their houses. I don't think I ever had an, a client that bought a house that regretted it. But right now you have the options to get a great house for your price point and then not everybody's bidding on it so you don't have to pay above asking a ton. You can also get your closing costs covered. You can ask for rate buy downs. Well, rate buy down. Do you want to talk about uh, it? A good one that a lot of people have been using the two one buy down. Yeah. Where the first year you have the seller's. Pitch in for it instead of closing costs, they put in for the two one buy down. They'll lower the first year percent two percent on the first year, one year on the second year, and then you get basically three percent down throughout that time. You're able to refi. All the money goes into an escrow account. So if you do refi within that time, you get all that money. You put towards the principal balance, and yeah, it's a great way to get a lower payment at the time like where it is right now. Well, when I bought my first house, of course, this is going back a long ways. I had a rate, I think that was 12 and a half or 13 or something like that. And I think sometimes now in the market, people see a 7% and they go, whoa, 7% is high, but it's really not. Yeah. Or two or 3% it is. But what are some things that can be done to help to, to, I guess, encourage people in a time where it seems like the media is putting a damper on things. But I think people in the industry don't feel that way at all. Yeah, it's it really is just a great time. I if you're out there listening to this, just if you have that dream of buying a home and you want to actually live here in Utah, don't miss out on this opportunity because when rates do drop, we're going to have that buyer frenzy again. It's going to raise the prices of houses. Why not collect on that equity that you could be collecting on right now? I'm so thankful Stephen and I bought our house when we did. We have over $500,000 in equity. Over $500,000 in equity. And we built our house for $250,000. Everybody's always, oh, you should have bought a house yesterday. Well, don't wait till tomorrow when you're like, oh, shoot, I should have bought a house yesterday because it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, it is. And so what advice could you give anyone who's looking for as a first-time home buyer in today's market? Definitely reach out to your professionals, your real estate agent, your loan officer, see what you qualify for, and then just take that 
Even if you don't have money saved up, right now is a fantastic time to buy if you don't have money saved up for that down payment or your closing costs because those can be, there's programs out there that still are covering those down payment, the down payment assistant programs. And then there's also, we can go and ask the sellers to pay your closing costs and they're just doing it now. So don't miss out on that opportunity, but reach out to your real estate professional and they can get you going in the right direction. And most of the time, I think when people are looking to buy a house, they do reach out to the real estate professional. But then the real estate professional, usually one of the first things she's going to do or he's going to do is lead them to a lender. Yep. Is that right? Yep. And then what does the lender do? What's the role of that lender at that at the beginning? Right at the beginning, we're going to gather up as much information we as we need. We're going to need their financials to see what they, how much they make, see what kind of debts they have, see what they what's going out every month and kind of just see what they qualify. We do a prequal and try to see, get them in the range so they know what kind of houses to go look for. Yeah. Well, so now Mary, I assume it's nice having a husband who's a lender, right? Yeah, that's great. So we, <laughs> when he first got his license, I had him check cause I have a dream house that I want. So I had him check that for us. And then I saw the payment. I was like, yeah. We have a great I'll, house. Yeah, I'll like sit at our house. Yeah, my dream house. It's too out of budget. So <laughs> <laughs> I like my trips to well, Disney World too much to go and live in my multi-million dollar house. Up, huh? Yeah. Well, it's always nice to have dreams, though. Yeah. And, but sometimes the people have dreams and they need to work on those dreams. And sometimes it takes them a long time before they actually are to that. But, but for those that are looking to even upgrade their house, they got to start sometimes thinking in advance, sometimes years, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that's cool that Steven's company offers now is they offer HELOCs too. Mm -hmm. So not only do you have to, like you don't, he's a one-stop shop now, so which is great. So if I have a client that calls me and they might just want to be upgrading their house or something, I can still refer them over to him and be like, hey, he can help you with a HELOC or getting a second mortgage or something like that to give you that cash you need to do what you need to do with the house. Especially right now, a lot of times when people are looking to look into real estate to invest, they want that second property to have for that income. And so that's why we have the HELOC. So if you already have that property you're living mm -hmm. in, or even if you don't want to live there anymore, you want to take the HELOC out on that home, go buy your dream home, rent out your current home, make money that way. So we have a lot of different programs that could open up and give you more opportunity to buy different homes. Well, and when you're a fighter in, in, uh, in life, you're a fighter in business. I know that's... Uh, we know that, how to grind. <laughs> yes, you know how to do that. Well, so tell me, Mary, in your career, and you've been in business now, what, seven, eight years now? Going on eight years, yeah. Eight years. So I think wow. we got our license in 2015. Something like so, that. So, yeah. yeah. So Scott and I actually did our first open house together. Yeah, so we, we learned from each other back then. <laughs> Door knocking, all of that I, fun I stuff. If, yeah, I don't know if I learned anything. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what have you liked most about being in the industry these years? The people I meet. I love helping. So I've picked up the phrase professional problem solver. I don't necessarily like, yes, I'm a real estate agent, but there's problems that people have and I'm here to solve them. And constantly, I'm sure as in the title world, there's every deal has some sort of thing that needs to get figured out. And that's the same with on our end. We've got a problem and we need to get it solved and we need to get it figured out. So it's fun solving those problems, A, and then B, just helping make dreams happen. Like, I love it. Like, I helped this family in need get a home to call their own and a backyard for their children or a fenced in yard for their dogs or whatever that need was, I helped make that happen. 
speaking of that, and I know exactly what you're talking about, is that that's such a wonderful feeling. Do you have a favorite story of a family you helped uh, secure a house for their home? Whew, I've got lots. There's probably my favorite is single moms that freaking just grinded and they qualified for their first home. I've helped a few of those and I just always look at them. I'm like, damn girl, like you did that. Like you did that. No dude did that. You did that for you and your babies. Like you bought that house. You have that backyard for them. Like those are my favorite kind of stories. Even like I just closed on one, a police officer. He's, he's single himself and they got that he had a rough divorce a few years ago and it just pushed everything back and paused for him for a while while he worked on everything and got himself where he needs to be then another police officer he was involved in that shooting in ogden he had some stuff that happened because of that shooting and we were shopping good three years before we finally were able to get him a great house and we got that this year actually so just a couple months ago i don't even think it was a couple months ago august I think we closed in August. And mm -hmm. yeah, those are my favorite stories is just kind of seeing those people overcome those obstacles that they were probably handed something bad that would have made them be like, oh, I can never buy a home. I can never make that dream happen. And they freaking did it. Like they did it. Nobody else did it for them. They did it. Those are my favorites. So one of the neat things about, I think, real estate, whether it's securing a loan or securing a house to make that happen is that a home is where your loved ones are. But being able to find a house for people to put it in, it's just a, one of the most wonderful things. And, and even if those loved ones are just dogs. You that's know, I've, right. I've helped a few people in my lifetime. They're literally just buying a house for a backyard for their dogs because the situation that they were living in wasn't the best yeah. for their little babies. So. Well, that's uh, that's interesting too because I just barely bought a couple dogs. Once. Did you? <laughs> puppies. So, Stephen, let me switch over to you and ask you a little bit. Your background is you spent all these years as as a fighter in the ring, cage ring, yeah, cage ring. Well, that's got to be pretty intense. Yeah, you used to it after a few years. <laughs> Get used to getting bopped around, or exactly. I guess you bopped them a little bit more. The right? goal is to give hits, then take hits. Take hits. So I'm sure that background has had some influence on the way you look at getting a mortgage, because I know sometimes getting a mortgage can be a difficult process. So I'm wondering how that may have prepared you to be a, a loan officer. I think the biggest preparation that we had to take is just get our own home with my fighting income, learn from being a self-employed mm -hmm. worker to try to get qualify for a house in general see the hoops we had to run through and all, all that so now seeing how that's been done from my loan officer who did our home loan to now being able to be a loan officer and helping all these other people whether they be 40 hours a week or self-employed everything i kind of learned more just trying to figure out the numbers that way and just being more self-employed more than just being a fighter yeah <laughs> Well, so the both of you together, I assume, work as a team a little bit I'm yeah. together, So, which is really... If we like each other that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get along that way. That yeah, day. 10 years married. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have three kids? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Do you have any dogs? We, <laughs> we have three right now. Oh, you and, have three dogs. Yep. And then our... Hopefully one's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. We just tried to get one pregnant so hopefully we find out on saturday if she's pregnant or not one of those puppies too yeah yeah we lost two of our dogs that i had before i met steven 
they both passed away last year. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. So, yeah. I've had that it's experience, okay. and it's more heartbreaking it sucks, than, yeah. than people would I'm think. Like, dang it, yeah. So my little heart keeps trying to replace them, and who knows how many we'll have before I feel full. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we had three dogs, soon to be four. That she's had, she came home randomly with two cats on different days. Yeah, my big dog, before he hated cats, so I could never have a cat. Oh, so so when he passed some. away, so I was our, like, oh, our, get yeah, a cat, here is, we come. Our house is full. It's definitely full. And then, so we talk business, but what do you like to do? Do you have any, I don't know, favorite things to do as um, a family? We love Disney, so we do a lot of, at least once a year, we're probably doing something Disney. That's probably why I won't ever upgrade my house, because Disney's expensive, so. <laughs> Gotta afford that trips to Florida, go Disney World. We're actually doing a cruise in January on the Disney cruise, so oh, I'm super excited for that. That's fabulous, too. We've been yeah. on one. Yeah, oh, we, been yeah, on. yeah we went on one in 2019. I was pregnant, so I didn't get to do like any of the fun rides uh, or yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. But then COVID hit, because we were always like, oh, once we have our baby we're gonna go back and COVID hit but yeah we do I feel like we travel a lot he hates it but I'm like I love it because he he traveled a lot with fighting oh, so yeah. he didn't like yeah. that side of things did and you stay in the United States the whole time or no not the whole time I fought in Australia Brazil oh, Canada all over yeah we've been I've been yeah. quite a bit and how long have you guys been married 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. So, so we've been together been a lot of 12. This while you're she came mm -hmm. along. Yeah, we almost all along. of them. Oh. Brazil was the only one I really didn't go to. And then there was a couple like local ones that I, not local here in Utah, but local in other states I didn't go to. And mm -hmm. it was because I was either A, super pregnant or yeah. just had a brand new baby. So yeah, yeah. that's other than that, I've been at every single fight and since we've been together anyways. So, well, so I'm wondering what, what propelled you into this fighting? No. There's got to be a reason. Just fall into it or you just watched it on TV and just said, yeah, I want to get in there. Well, when I first started, it was before the UFC was even a big thing. The whole Ultimate Fighter TV show that made it a big, big thing. Yeah. The finale was literally a week before my first fight. My ah. my buddy saw it, on, knew what it was. So he went down and trained. He came back to the United States because he was training in Brazil. Came back and we just fight. And he... Beat me up really good. and uh, <laughs> But he was twice my size. So when yeah. I turned 18, I was still in high school. And I saw you could be on a local TV show and make $50 to be on TV and fight. And I was like, well, how bad could that be? Find <laughs> yeah. someone my own size. And I do right. it anyways in school. So I just did it. Thought it'd be cool to have fun. And 65 fights later, I just kept, we can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> my boys used to, I have four boys. And they used to watch all that all the time. And uh, so how did you guys meet? A party. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah well so i don't do much partying but yeah. and he doesn't either because of the fighting he really can't but at the time i was going to college at weber state and i was going to go to school to be a teacher and i had a roommate at the time that was a partier and because i didn't really do much he was like hey drive me so i don't get a dui <laughs> so i drove him to this party and we're hanging out and all of steven's friends walk in and I'm just sitting on the couch and his friends were all trying to talk him up to me. And I was like, oh, he sounds so cocky, even though he's not talking to me. All of his friends were talking him up to me. And I was like, no, no, not interested. And then he decides to show off with my roommate at the time because my roommate at the time was a show off, too. And they were wrestling in the basement of a house that we had went to. Mm -hmm. And Stephen ends up whacking his head on a pole, starts bleeding. And I'm like, 
so annoyed at this point. I just want to go home. It's like probably one in the morning. I'm like, I just want to go home and go to bed. I don't even care. And I tell Steven he whacked his head and he went to the bathroom and he's, can you come help me clean up my head? And I was like, I guess. So I went in the bathroom, helped him clean up his head. And then he somehow talked me into rubbing his back. <laughs> the typical guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest back is, is sore. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And the rest is history. So here we are today. <laughs> 12 years later, still rubbing my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So. Well, did you wrestle in high school? I never did. No. You never did. I didn't. See, I wrestled. He was in high obsessed school. with WWE, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were. Uh, yeah, the fake wrestling was all. Yeah, about. that fake wrestling. Anything you want to touch on, Mary, about your career? You've been successful. Yeah, have yeah. I do owe a lot of it to Coldwell Banker. Yeah. I think they had such a good training program there. And I really looked up to Stacy Staley a lot, and I loved her. She was so good. It was really hard for me to leave Coldwell. I was with them five, almost six years of my real estate career. So I just barely left them in 2020, I think. Yeah, I left Coldwell Banker in 2020. Yeah. And then we, I went over to Top Equity Realty because they had the TV show, and that helped bring me out of my shell with the social media and with everything like that like just really being like okay you're fine like you're on tv on sundays i saw that yeah so yeah that was cool it helped bring me out of my shell and then you were in a shell really? yeah so <laughs> I, they i never would have yeah that. yeah top equity has a show that plays on sundays at 4 30 and it was a cool reason for me to go over to top equity and it helped me grow out of that shell a little bit that i was scared to mm -hmm. step out on that social media platform. But that's where you have to be now. As a real estate agent, as title you're learning, as yeah. loan officers, like any business, if you want to be recognized and have business come to you, you have to step out on that social that media yeah. train. At Top Equity, when I was there, they asked me to be a mentor because of my experience that I've had in real estate and how much I knew thankfully to Coldwell Banker. So I became a mentor there. And that was really cool because I was able to tie back in my teaching stuff. And now I teach new agents how to be agents. So that was really cool. I did that there successfully for about a year. And then I just came over to EXP. They reached out to me and they're like, hey, we want you over here. We want to just explode your mentorship that you've created. And take it to the next level and they have the recruiting power. And so they've just been piling people up underneath me and I'm teaching them like constantly on the phone with these new agents, but it's great. It's, I learn from them. They learn from me. I'm able to just help walk them through their first couple offers. And then I'm there for them after if they need it too. And then also on EXP, this group I've joined, they are taking advantage of those social media platforms and just booming it to that next level. Well, I wish you continued success. You're already Thank having you. success and you're new. Yeah. But sometimes when you're new, that means you have a little more vision than some of the old boys. And so I wish you the best of luck. I appreciate um, it. In your career and both of you together. I'm wishing you the both the best.